As promised, folks, we have another fantastic author uh, to share with you today. Uh, we have Mr. Derek Hunter, who is a D.C.-based writer, and uh, his columns appear in townhall.com. Uh, he's a contributing editor over at The Daily Caller. Uh, he's written for The Washington Times, Detroit Free Press, Baltimore Sun, and I could go on and on and on, but his latest is Outrage Inc. And uh, you who are longtime listeners to your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, you know uh, how many years I've been telling you uh, that these poverty pimps are just in it for the money. And so, hey, we got, uh, I, I might have to call you uh, Brother Derek. <laughs> how you doing there? I'm doing well, Brother Craig. Thanks for having me on. Hey, thank you. Thank you. And uh, yeah, so you know, you write this book, and the subtitle is How the Liberal Mob Have Ruined science journalism uh in hollywood and uh and you know and it's and it's getting to the point where it's like it's so obvious that what you're saying is absolutely 100 percent true it, it, you know as everybody said oh the book came out at the perfect time because yes liberals are so mad but if you really think about it they're always mad they just keep getting madder so you know, next week, next month, next year, they'll be angrier. They'll be more outraged. So it's a, sort of a perpetual thing, a state. It's a, it's an election strategy, really, for, you for know, the left. You know, that is so true. And as a matter of fact, this is what, I mean, even the uh, the political outrage that they manufacture, like the Mueller, and, you know, and, and you know, these, these nitwit, uh, low-fat Republicans, oh, it's, it's not going to go anywhere. He doesn't have anything. He's... Trump's going to be um, exonerated, yada, yada, yada. But what they don't get is that it's a drip, 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 so they can have an excuse to be outraged to affect people at at the voting booth because That's they have nothing. Yeah, what do they have of substance to sell to people other than, you know, Republicans hate you? Uh, it's socialism, which doesn't sell, so they need to keep people either angry or afraid because those are very, very powerful motivators. And it also... Most importantly, Brother Craig, being emotional prevents rational thought. I bet yes. most of the things you've ever apologized for <laughs> were not done or said while you were sitting calmly behind a desk. You know they you were, were so right. <laughs> yeah. So if you keep people irrational, you're not thinking rationally. So it's much easier to motivate them. The problem is it's really easy to stir up an angry mob, but it's difficult to control it. And they're playing a game of chicken between now and the election that whether or not there will be violence before that. Because you can't tell people that Adolf Hitler Jr. resides in the White House and and not expect somebody to be unhinged. We saw that last year with James Hodgkinson trying to kill all those Republicans yes. on the baseball field. Mm -hmm. Somebody could snap, but Democrats are hoping against hope that nobody does before November. If they are you don't, sure they're hoping that now? Because neither you or I can read their minds. And I think they are just from an electoral standpoint. If there's violence, political violence coming from the left, I think that hurts them in November. I think that turns off a lot of normal people. And if there isn't, then the anger and the rage could motivate a lot of people that they've, and the fear that they've stirred up in people could mm -hmm. motivate a lot of people to go to the polls. Like I said, it's a, it's a dangerous game of chicken. Yeah. But what they typically do is they just blame the Republicans. Case in point, right. the uh, right right here in the state of Virginia last year, uh, it, the unfortunate thing, a woman died uh, in Charlottesville. Yeah. Okay. Now, you had uh, well over a thousand armed um, government agents were there. There were, um, you had National Guard, 
you had um, local police, you had state troopers, you you had, uh, and there were other agencies, but there were over a thousand, uh, over a thousand men with guns that were there, and this nationwide. Um, uh, what was a right-wing extremist group, they attracted, they put out a nationwide call and attracted 200 people. Right. 200. 200 against 1,000. Uh, and and you had, uh, what, Antifa types with uh, baseball bats and um, flame, makeshift flamethrowers. It took some type of spray and put a, mm-hmm. um, put a match to it, and it would become a flamethrower. But well, they, they purposely said... Stay back, which is the same thing they said in Baltimore, which is the same thing they said in Ferguson, Missouri, to all these police officers. Stay back. How do we know this is not a a plan to allow the mayhem to unfold rather than a mistake? How do we know that? Well, I would never underestimate the incompetence of government. But I will say one end result is it's very interesting because – when that guy did that in Charlottesville and killed that girl, Heather Heyer, it was used as condemnation of everybody on the right. Not those monsters, those 200 monsters, but it was everybody, every Republican. Exactly. When James Me, Hodgkinson yeah. tried to kill everybody on the baseball field, it was one man. It was his fault. There was no ex- examination of how maybe he was inspired, just judging by his Facebook post, by the fact that the media and the Democrats had been saying for months that the Republicans' health care plan was literally going to kill forty to 50,000 people per mm-hmm. year. And if you really honestly believe that, or if you believe that Nazis have taken over, you almost have a moral obligation to act, especially if you're unhinged. And mm-hmm. there was no examination of that by the media because well, they knew the that game. they were guilty. See, CNN moved on from the story before Steve Scalise was off life support. Three days into that story, CNN moved on. They're still talking about Charlottesville, even though, and I'll tell you this, Brother Craig, that, that mutant mob down in Charlottesville on both sides, they were both leftists. The yes. le- idea of leftists is they want the power of government to impose their will on everybody else. The racists want the power of government to impose their racist will on everybody else, just like the Antifa fascists mm-hmm. want the power of government to impose their will on everybody else. The logical, if you take conservatism out to the extreme, it would be anarchy. Conservatism is small, limited government doing very little and individual rights. You take that to the extreme, it's anarchy. It's not totalitarianism. On the left is exactly where all of these totalitarian monsters live. They try and pin Hitler, Stalin, Mao on the right. They were not. The National Socialist German Workers' Party, the Socialist Party, is very important. You know something? You're singing off of my hymn book, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get an amen? Amen. I can't tell you how many years I've been saying the exact same thing. Folks, uh, if you're just joining us, folks, we have Derek Hunter. He's the author of Outrage, Inc., okay, how the liberal a mob, how they've ruined science, journalism, in Hollywood, government. I mean, they've ruined everything they touch. You know, I just got through talking in the first hour of today's program about how there's this coalition of evil, and and you take the uh, and I'm always careful to tell the uh, the folks because there may be Democrats listening, and I don't mean you, Ma and Pa Democrat. You know, right. just like when I beat up on uh, low fat Republicans, I I don't mean you, Ma and Pa <laughs> Republican. I'm I'm focusing on 
leadership, okay? And so the Democrat leadership, the communists, the socialists, the atheists, the Muslim fundamentalists, the Nazis, you're, you're absolutely right that what they all have in common is that their vision is to take government and empower the elites who are powerful to dominate the rest of us, the exact opposite of the founding of this nation, which says rights and freedom comes from God. Right. On the right, it is about individual liberty and individual responsibility. On the left, it is about collective liberty and no responsibility. If you listen to what the Democrats have been saying for the past 30, 40 years since Mm -hmm. the Great Society, it is all about absolving people of responsibility and and keeping them angry. If I, I, I grew up in Detroit. I lived in Baltimore oh, for 13 wow. years. Yeah, <laughs> it's, I have had, I would say, more jobs than most families. I've had at least 67 jobs in wow. my life. Wow. Uh, as maintenance at a trailer park, working at Best Buy, you name it, I've done it. And every time I failed, and I've been fired a lot, every time I failed, especially early on in high school and just after high school, it was very tempting to be mad at the person who fired me mm-hmm. because it, it was the system. I'd been told the system is keeping you down. The system is rigged against you. You're never going to get ahead. Your dad drove a forklift for General Motors for 30 years. What, what do you think you're going to do? And then I realized that you know, each one of those could be a learning experience. Each one of those things were my fault. It wasn't everybody who's mad at the world who wants to find excuses to avoid looking in the mirror, says, mm-hmm. oh, my boss hated me. Oh, they, you know, they had it out for me. Your boss doesn't care about you. Your boss is mad at you if you don't do a good job. If you bust your butt and do a great job, your boss is going to love you. Yeah. And yeah. It's so you, you, if you believe in the system is rigged and you can't get ahead, if you fail a couple of times, it's not going to be because, hey, I didn't interview very well for that job, or, hey, I screwed up, or I was, fi- I was only five minutes late. You can find a way to justify it. And then you think, well, why should I bother trying? The system is rigged. I've been, you know, messed over, and screwed over by it twice or three times already. I'm going to just give up. I'm going to just get a comfortable job. I'm going to, it's going to sap you of your ambition. It's going to sap you of your humanity. And then they've got you because then to one degree or another, you're government dependent. You're a serf. Yeah. And isn't this what the big battle has been ever since the founding of America? You know, it's like um, the the Tocqueville came over here. And when he was studying America, it's not that he was liking what he saw. He was trying to tell the folks back home, hey, this is the future, (laughs) okay, and our days are numbered. And, you know, their thing was, you know, the uh, the nobility, you know, the dukes, the duchesses, and the earls and and, and all of this. And and our thing was, uh, you know, no, there's no divine right of kings. Uh, We all have our rights, and they come from God, and you're born free. And um, we just loan you our freedom for for a hot minute, and if you don't do— the right thing, we can take it from you and give it to someone else. I heard, uh, I can't remember who it was, I think it was Terry Crews, the actor, where he's talking to Adam Carolla on a podcast a long time ago, and he was talking about how he grew up with a lot of people who were mad, and they wanted their piece of the pie, and they weren't getting their piece of the pie. And Terry Crews said, the thing about the United States is it's a kitchen. You make your own pie. Right. And that's exactly what the left doesn't want people to think about. Mm-hmm. Look, it, it's kind of funny to hear this message that you can't get ahead and the system is rigged from people like Barack Obama and Elizabeth Warren. Right. Both of whom came from 
nothing or modest means and are now incredibly wealthy and had their hands on the levers of power. Like, uh, then how did you buck the trend? How did you beat the system? And of course, with progressives, they always believe that they're special and they're better than everybody else and they're the exception and not the rule. And they actively teach this. I mean, Michelle Obama, I remember her speaking to a bunch of poor women in Ohio telling them uh, she was complaining how she and Barack just recently paid off their college loans. So you all, you shouldn't go to college. You should get a job in the helping industries, be a nurse's <laughs> aide and make $12 an hour. You know, I mean, this is, this is, I mean, this is abuse of, 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 of people. Well, once you start sapping people's ambitions and dreams and hopes, you start, taking away what makes us human, what makes us individuals, and you begin to create drones, and those are the base of the Democratic Party. Yeah, 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 man, we own the same hymn book again. It's like <laughs> the, the poor at the bottom, the poor, the uninformed at the bottom, and those at the top that have been educated beyond their usefulness. You well, have to realize if you feel like a victim of life, it's more likely than not that you're actually the perp. Amen to that. Amen to that. And, um, you know, so now tell folks how they can get your book, how they can connect with you and uh, and and maybe what you have coming out next. Uh, Well, I just published this one, so (laughs) it's going to take a little while. (laughs) Uh, You can go to Amazon.com. Just search my name, Derek, D-E-R-E-K, Hunter. Uh, The book is Outrage, Inc. You can follow me on Twitter at Derek A. Hunter. I do a daily podcast for The Daily Caller, and my columns appear on townhall.com on Thursdays and Sundays. Okay, great. It's been so great having you, and, uh, you know, I really like this book, man, and uh, we're going to have it up on our website over at therealrealdeal.com. I appreciate it, Brother Craig. You have a great weekend. Okay, thank you. You also.